Thank you again for doing this. And for anyone that has no idea who you are, which is going to be few and far between, I'm sure, uh, would you mind giving us like a brief introduction? Sure. Um, so I'm one sixth of um, Pro Coach, which is a UK based um, primarily competition prep coaching service, uh, but we do offer um, transformation, non competitive type. Uh, services as well and it's something we're going to expand a little bit more um a little bit more uh intensely on, on on the kind of 2023 period of time for the team expanding in that area but um i was one one part of uh formerly the the muscle mentors previously that a lot of people kind of originally knew us from and then uh, i think that's actually when i originally spoke to you i think when we were going to build that when we we're going to build our subscription was I, I remember i remember emailing you and you i think you were super super busy um but we we basically ran a, an education type company back then, and then um, the team kind of branched out and specialized in different areas in the long run. And our, our bread and butter and our passion primarily was just coaching, and and specifically coaching within that kind of physique realm um, from a from a from an athlete perspective. And um, you know, it's quite, it's quite an interesting conversation to have it in this realm. But that con that concept of niche and that concept of being known for something very specific and doing something very specific and only focusing on that, we we, we kind of got to the crossroads of uh, are we educators or are we coaches? And they they're, they're both they're both quite different when you get to the 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 kind of the the end degree of it in terms of you're really taking it all away. Um, yeah. So so we just basically you know we 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 split in that regard and and. Uh, we focus on that coaching side and we've, we've been running that since uh um i launched pro coach it was in lockdown um about a year ago okay um, so it's not actually been going for that long it's, it's coming up to a year now because we launched it we launched it in uh just after the new year um and then yeah this we've just gone from 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 strength to strength this year um and uh it's been a really productive year it's been a lot of travel a lot of uh a lot of travel across the world for client shows, but that's been another side of things that I've kind of fully gone in on in terms of um, supporting those journeys and trying to be there as much as possible. Uh, and it's a big investment from a time perspective on my side and a financial perspective because we're, we're having to pay to go across the world. But that's been another that's been another kind of valuable thing that we've um, we've taken away from this year in terms of uh, getting out there and meeting more people and networking. And um, but we, we work with clients across the world. Um, there's uh, there's myself and then five coaches on the team and, and we're going to expand to uh, to to myself and seven coaches from January. So there's two more coming on board, which will be which will be great. Um, and yeah, I primarily work with competitive athletes. The majority of them are um, I'm lucky enough to have as IFPB pros now. So uh, the majority are on that kind of professional level, or they're just top level amateurs that are trying to kind of get to that next step. Sure. um so it's all uh it's all really exciting at the moment and uh yeah it's just um just a continued a continued expansion really just one thing we have done is i, I guess something that's quite different and it's something that's actually quite interesting because i know that you know uh ben ben really well with the coach consultancy something that we've yeah, never yeah. something we've never really done in the past is uh uh like pushed pushed external growth it was it's all just been organic for for the last right. uh for the last handful of years and we're now getting to a point where it's like we've just got to we've got to think like a business now not not just coach and focus on being good coaches so that's that's an interesting part of our journey but that's a little bit about us yeah so how did you when you're like building up your coaching business from the get-go how did you kind of overcome those different learnings in business like because we're going from coach you've grown into a certain period 
then is it a difficult transition for you now to go from Cal the coach into Cal the business person who needs to grow the business? Um, I think like a, a natural part of that was, you know, I've, I've coached to a point where, you know, it's, and I think everyone's going to get here to an extent at some point in their career, but I've coached to a point of unsustainability in terms of how many people I take on and the workload that I've got. And I think I'm a, I'm a firm believer in having to, you know, you have to, you have to spend a little bit of time at the upper limit of that threshold to kind of know where it is. And then yeah. at that point, when I'm operating at that level, I know that I can't place focus on everything else in terms of like the business probably suffers a little bit in terms of the logistics, the management of the team and, um, you know, what's happening internally there and me looking after the guys. And that that's something that's been a bit of a lesson, especially within the muscle mentors. Um, and now when we've, when we've come in and, and launched pro coach and, and everything moving forwards, I've, I've tried to stri strike a, a much clearer balance between the two, um, yeah. coaching less, but refining the people that I am coaching. Um, and then, you know, you know, a large part of the majority of the, the responsibility for me now within the business is just growing the coaching team and, and getting clients on board for the actual coaches within the team as well. So onboarding new, onboarding new clientele into, into, into the division of the coaches. And, and that's a big part of what we're doing with Ben. And that's a big part of what the focus has been for the last six months, because, you know, I can't, I can't coach forever and there's got to be some form of longevity in terms of the business plan. Um, and, and that kind of residual side of the guys thriving and me bringing on board new coaches and the more successful they become, the more, the more the, the brand grows. And, you know, that's a big, that's a big focus now for us as well. What do you think you did different in the beginning that made you so successful in comparison to people that have done it just as long, but perhaps are still where they were three years ago? Um, I think the, the, the relationship that you build with your audience is a big thing. Um, you know, I, I spent quite a long time doing it myself to an extent in terms of like going through that journey myself, showing, you know, myself, you know, the concept of like walking the walk. And I think that probably, I think that Bob probably forged a certain level of authority within the audience that was following me. Um, sure. and I've also, I've also, you know, I've also been within, within quite influential circles in the career that I've, I've had over the last 10 years. Like I spent some time at M10 with Mark Coles. Um, I spent a lot of time with, with Jordan Peters in Manchester and we trained together and we had that little circle up there. Um, so I kind of, I've, I've been around people that I've, I've, I've viewed as, as like my role models and the people that I'd aspired to be when I was younger, you know, five, 10 years ago in the industry. And that was like the pedestal of like, this is the top and this is where you're trying to get to. And, I think the more time you spend there, the more time it starts to become attainable in terms of what you feel as though you can can accomplish and achieve. And you obviously learn a lot in those environments as well. So I guess, you know, putting yourself in putting yourself in, in growth environments where it probably is a little bit uncomfortable at the start because you feel like you're out of your own depth. Um, yeah. that, that kind of forces you to change and forces you to get better very, very quickly. And then um, I think one thing that we've done that... Um, the, the social media side has been a massive part of the business growth, no doubt about it, but it's never really been something that I've done. Uh, I, it's never really been something that I've put too much, too much emphasis on besides just documenting the journey. So sure. like apart from like the posting, posting about my own journey with bodybuilding in the past, or apart from posting and documenting the client journey and being, being open and, and, and kind of, you know, mapping out what those individuals are going through. And I think, people kind of resonate with a lot of stuff you start to post in that regard and it starts to build up a little bit of a, 
a little bit more traction in terms of people right i'm in the same position as that what's what are they doing what kind of methodologies are they doing and seeing the progress starts to build more authority and respect and and uh you you, you your words hold a little bit more weight once you've done that for a period of time you get more results as a result of it um and then it's just backed up with just you know something we try and preach within the team is just a a relentless work ethic but putting putting your efforts and your and your hard work in the right places and making sure your energy is going in the right places instead of like there's you know i've been there before where you feel as though you're working hard and you're doing these long hours but when you start to burn out you don't really you don't really end up accomplishing anything it's just like mindless work whereas we, we we're a little bit more task orientated now until you know in terms of where we put our emphasis but um yeah i guess, I guess if i was to summarize like that the difference there would be obviously the, the time that you put into it in, in terms of mastering your craft and, and the education behind that, you know, learning yeah. from people, going on further education. We, we did a lot into mechanics. We did a lot into um, the body and, as, as a whole, anatomy and and, uh, and nutrition and, and learning from people that had done that at a higher level than us. Um, sounds, like, that, sounds like you're yeah. very intentional with your networking as well. So it sounds yeah. like kind of seeked out people who were in those positions that you wanted to go and learn from yeah that, that, that's a big part of it i think one thing one thing i've always done is you know i've always had those role models or people that i'd looked up to in terms of like that's the that's the next level of what what this what this discipline is what this what this you know level of expertise is and i've tried to you know i've tried to spend time in those in those circles because you take so much away from it sure. um and i think you know there is a certain level of uh there's a certain level of uh, humility in terms of accepting the fact that you're not, you're not where you're not a full, a fully refined version of yourself at the start. And the first kind of ten years of of, of your coaching career, and even if, even after that, now like there's always more that you can learn, and you're never always right. Sure. Um, and that's something that quite I've humble. say again. That's quite humble. Like quite a humble attitude to have. Yeah, but I think that's where you grow the most because like I've even I've even been in situations where, you know, I can start to I can start to see certain aspects of my of myself coaching where I'll start to miss things because I feel as though I know I know the deal with that I know the framework I don't need to I don't need to you know pay too much close attention to that but then there'll be something that creeps up where I'll track back and go mm, I should have I should have spotted that a little bit earlier or it's something I've 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 overviewed there I've 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 misread. And that's just like a little bit of complacency in terms of you've done this so many times you almost it almost becomes you know it almost becomes subconscious but i think just having the viewpoint of you know always always feeling as though you can get better and always feeling as though you can learn and always challenging what you're doing is is a massive part of that especially for when you're prepping people and coaching people um like there's two sides of that there's keeping an athlete safe and then there's obviously taking an athlete to you know an accelerated level of progress and i think both of those go hand in hand in terms of always being in a position where you can still add strings to your bow and, and refine your process have you seen or noticed a shift over the years that you've been doing it between the way that people are kind of it appears on social that people are more transitioning to like a safer use model in prepping their clients is that something that you've noticed over the last few years yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, massively, um, massively. There's, I guess, there's been a, a few kind of um, corner heads in the industry that have, that have preached that 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 level of teaching, and it's become popularized. And I think the the biggest thing in um, the turning point is 
every, every, everyone in this industry is very receptive to success. So whatever the person's doing that's winning, whatever the person's doing that has been successful in the limelight of social media and it's being, you know, it's being uh, projected on that platform because everyone's viewing it and consuming it, they'll start to they'll start to really look into it and see value from it once they see it as this once they see it become successful so i think at the start it was just uh that that whole pro that that concept was uh you know something that these evidence-based coaches were doing but then once more and more people were succeeding with that methodology then people started to cotton onto it um sure. and i think the last kind of 12 months or so especially with you know some pretty influential people in the industry now they've started to speak about it and there's there's a there's a they're, they're all singing from a you know the same hymn sheet but a little bit of a different hymn sheet that was um away from that kind of old school dogmatic approach to to coaching and and uh you know how you're how you're prepping people and how you're going you know you're allowing people to go through that process it's becoming it's becoming a little bit more mainstream now and that's you know that's ultimately the route forward it needs it, that that's, that's the direction it needs to go um but yeah the, this this year in particular has been a big shift in terms of what i've seen for sure which is good yeah that's awesome that's refreshing to hear and so when you're going with your clients to actual competitions yeah like just why do you do that i don't know many other coaches that put that level of effort into making sure their clients are like doing like at that level so what is it about you why did you decide right i need to be there i need to go i need to do all this travel what motivates you to do that? Um, I, I always feel that there is a, there's definitely a, um, a greater level of understanding in terms of like the, the, the peaking process in general at the back end of that prep. Mm. There's always going to be a great level of understanding and a greater grasp of the situation when you can see that in person and you can see that multiple times across the day in person. So, you know, we, we've all gone and traveled to, you know, Maidenhead to to see a two bros regional, which is just down the road. You can get there in like ninety minutes from where we're living now. So, you know, a year ago it would have been just just popping down the road because I didn't really have any international clients back then. You know, a couple right. of years ago. Whereas now there's so many people competing on that international stage, whether it's in the U.S. or whether it's in 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 Europe. Um, you know, part of that service is the fact that you can you can attend you can attend those shows in in, in person and peak them in person because the athlete's going to be under a lot less stress if you're there in person and not having to second guess everything they're doing because you can talk them through the process in person you can see them in person but also you know a lot of these shows i'll have three or four clients that are doing the same show whether it's in the same class or different classes so you know say for example we went we went to the states for about five weeks and we had um three three back-to-back -back shows in the states and yeah. you know one of those shows there's five there's five uh, five or six athletes competing in the in the same pro show um so you can kind of if you plan your calendar well you can you can kind of make make more effective use of your time but i just think there's there's a there's a slightly greater level of success rate in terms of hitting the mark when you're there in person you're peaking them in person and also you're you're continuing to solidify that that coach client relationship in terms of the the trust and the and the bond that you're creating and i think that for from a future success perspective when you have that level of trust and you have that level of um connection with a client and an athlete is very very powerful in terms of what they're what they're capable of doing sure and do you think that doing that as well and going along kind of ties in with what you're talking about social media where it's kind of you show you're then able to more show the journey that your clients are going through and build that authenticity and trust through your social media level yeah for sure yeah yeah the, you know that I, I don't i don't know many people they're, they're obviously you know several colleagues of mine that 
we're, we're always at the same shows and, you know, people from across the world, whether it's from the UK or, or Europe or America, and you start to get familiar with, with, um, with, with the same faces, but it's not, it's not a big handful of people that are, that are doing that on a consistent basis because it, it is quite a hectic, a hectic schedule in terms of committing to that and staying in control of everything else in terms of all the other clients that are checking in at, at all times in different time zones, et cetera. But, sure. um, I think I think we we've, we've tried to differentiate ourselves a little bit in terms of going that extra mile and and from a competitive success perspective, like you know across across the board within the team, like we've got a substantial you know from quite quite a big gap. Like the most pro cars within the UK, we're probably the most successful coaching team in the UK this year across all platforms, and that's going to come that's going to come from like just going that extra mile in terms of putting the the extra effort into those individuals and. You know that when when a client sees you go to a show and you've traveled halfway across the world to get there, like there's a there's a there's not an expectation on, on them, but they're always going to have that that thought process in the back of their mind of if he's willing to do that for me, what am I willing to do in return to show him that you know, sure. you know my that's my part of the process and that's something I'm in control of and I'm going to fully maximize that and I can see that really evidently even like even clients that I've gone to to watch and, and peak in person that haven't won their show they've come top three whatever it might be and when they move into that next phase and they go into their off season the level of commitment and discipline you're going to see from that individual because you've built that connection is like yeah. second to none because they're then flawless because they're they're just as bought in like both parties are, are, are significantly bought into that process and it becomes a really powerful a powerful tool um and, incredible, uh, incredible way to kind of build that trust and relationship with your clients and you find that from a business perspective that surely must help you with like client retention as well the amount of time people are with you yeah for sure yeah for sure i think that the 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 interesting thing with with uh the clientele that i work with now is when we when you start getting to that that high level of competitive success like we're flying out to the olympia tomorrow like when you're when you're with these guys the 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 pedestal that you that you refer to success success to is such a fine margin like whether it's winning a pro show or winning a pro card you know it's quite an interesting when you actually take a step back and i never really think about this stuff unless i'm on like a podcast but when you take a step back and you and you and you look at that in terms is something i did a post on the other day on instagram where you know a couple of years ago i would i would have defined success from a coaching perspective as like just getting getting a client within that top five or like getting a client in a first call out. And now you get to a point where when you win a little bit more in those environments, that level of success and that concept of success just refines itself over and over again until you're at a point where like you're going to this, you're going to these shows to just win. And then even second be considered a, a failure. And that's quite a high pressure situation to be in. And it's quite a, um, the, the margin for success is so small, but I also think, when you start getting to that level and, you know, find that finances come into play and, you know, it's, it's literally these individuals, it's their career. They're a professional athlete. That's all they yeah. do for a living for, for the most part. You know, there's prize money in, in consideration. There's sponsorship money in consideration. That level of expectation just gets more and more refined. And from our side, it's a, it's a, um, you know, the, the, the pressures on both parties in that regard, which is quite an interesting concept. Um, sure. but the more, the more, the more committed we can be to that process. I think the, the, the more the higher the percentage of kind of hitting your mark and, and 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 succeeding in that regard and having those goals evolve to the point now where you're like you're focused on that getting that win for your client is that what gives you drive and motivation to continue to go like where does your passion come from for it? 
yeah, like I, I, obviously, I, I'm I, I'm a I'm a big fan and and a and a lover of bodybuilding as a sport, and it's not something I it's not something I pursue as the athlete anymore. I, I you know I did that for a good five six years and um, you know ticked the ticked the competitive box, but I, I was kind of met with a little bit of a crossroads in my mind of the further I push that. The, the further I push the envelope of being the athlete, the more time and resources in my head I kind of felt I missed in terms of coaching and, and, sure. and you're at a crossroads where, and there's no denying the fact you can balance them both because many people do, but I'm a very, very all or nothing person. Mm-hmm. So I can't, I can't have a, I can't have a 50, a 50, 50 percent split or a 60, 40 percent split. I've just got to be all in at one thing. And then the yeah. other thing, just, the, the other thing just exists. Um, and I, and I, and, and I kind of tick that business slash coaching box, you know, three or four years ago. Um, uh, and the, uh, the big thing, I, I think the big thing for me is like, once I made that commitment, it was all, it was all, all eggs in one basket kind of thing. Um, do you think which, like, what are you going to say? Uh, sorry. Do you think your, the habits and things that you have taught yourself throughout bodybuilding? So being committed, having the routine, having the schedule, focusing on, on an outcome and then driving and doing everything you can to achieve that goal. Do you think then when you flip that switch for business and coaching, that all of those habits and skills that you've developed in bodybuilding then come into play for your coaching as well? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Because yeah, that, that competitive nature is, um, is something that will, that, will, that will link into, you know, the direction of the business as well. Because, you know, we're, we're, all, we're all in this to... The big thing for me is I, I do it for a passion of bodybuilding, and I do it for a for for a passion of like winning as well. Because the more you win, the more you want to win, right? It's just it's just like if your if your business is if you, if your business is thriving, and last month you turned over X, then you don't want to turn over any less than that next month. You want to either match it or, or turn over more in an ideal world. And yeah. it's the same thing when it comes to season season in terms of how many pro cards you've got, how many clients have won, how many clients have made that top three. Or even within the coaching team, how many clients have you know gone through a, tr- a transformation process? How many clients have gone through a photo shoot prep? And we're always setting that pedestal higher and higher and higher. Um, so I think you're taking both out of that. But I think the discipline you have, the discipline you have as an athlete in the early days, for me, the the kind of the the fundamentals you applied to your own bodybuilding and the fundamentals you applied to getting your clients over the finish line in, in a successful manner just apply directly hand in hand with with business it's just the only thing with the business side of things is i i don't know i'm not i'm not an expert in that realm so like when it comes to financial management and being smart with taxes and tax efficiency or being smart with the management of the business or being smart with new business ideas or you know going down into different avenues we can monetize and doing this and doing that you know that's where you know an individual like ben comes in where he can kind of give me the direction and then i'll just put in the the man hours to get there um sure. But it's just like if a client comes on board, you've got a, you've got a gifted individual that comes on board. They need the plan, and then they'll do they'll do the work to get there. It's the same kind of concept. Whereas I'm quite unrefined in terms of my. It's a little bit better now, but it's still not it's still not fantastic. But I'm quite unrefined in terms of my my like business savvy head. But the sure. more time I spend and listen to people like Ben, like the better it gets, and then I can just get guidance that way. And and the 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 fuel that's getting you into that end place is just it's the same as you would have used for any other thing you're doing in your life. It's just, you know, commitment, discipline, and just not being afraid of, of putting the time needed to get, to get where you need to get. Yeah. What, what do you think have been like some of the biggest difficulties in that curve of learning a business for you? 
the only thing that stands out where you think like that was a that was difficult to go through or difficult to understand like in business um well one of the, one of the biggest things for me and like over the last five years or so was the was closing down the, the muscle mentors and going in that different direction because that was that was a point where um we we I guess you'd I guess you'd say like we reached critical mass in terms of the direction it was going and trying to balance all the things we were doing and then you're sure. at a point where it's like you continue to do this but you know in the back of your mind that it probably isn't growing at the rate you you could grow if you focused on one thing yeah um and that decision of going in a different direction and and restarting the team obviously three of the boys three of the boys came with me but we kind of restarted from scratch under a new brand and and kind of organically grew from there um the thing that i used to struggle with was like the management of people within a team because most of the people that were working with us were were close friends of mine as well because you developed a relationship over several years sure. so kind of going between putting your businessman hat on and putting your boss hat on is quite quite a difficult concept to do so there always needs to be an understanding of and i think it helps that everyone within the team now is pulling in the right direction and we both kind of have the same we all have the same values which helps massively um yeah. and I've, I've tried to you know lear learning from potential lessons in the past i've tried to put an emphasis especially within the team in terms of like retaining the coaches i have i've tried to put an emphasis on making like what what would i want if i worked for a coaching establishment 10 years ago what what would i want in that relationship in terms of you know percentage of income relative to what the client's paying what added value am i getting what freedom am i getting in terms of what i can say and how i can operate and being my own individual i've tried to put that into into a forefront focus when we're actually building the team out so those individuals never really feel as though they need to leave if that makes sense like yeah, I, don't yeah. want, I don't want to be in a position where i know in the back of my mind that they're being a little bit hard done by in terms of what the business is taking from them relative to the work they're putting in. Like I want to be in a position where they could be happy spending the next 15 years in the brand and thriving and, you know, sure. getting to the, the income they want to get to and building the life they want to live. Um, and I think just the, the, the ability to learn how to do that in the right manner, being the, being the boss and the friend is quite a, is quite yeah. a hard concept to grasp over time, but you just get better at it. I think that's one of the most difficult challenges for, pretty much every business owner that I've spoken to is finding the right people to come on board because you want people, like you just said, people that are invested into your business, that feel like they're getting something out of it so that all of you can ultimately grow together and finding good people seems to be the biggest challenge. Yeah. But one, one thing we've done is everyone that's worked within the business or all my coaches now, again, the emphasis is on like, I never, I never want to refer to them as employees because they're not like they're yeah. just everyone's coaching on the same level. Everyone's just as skilled as everyone else. And you know, if I get, if I get, if, if I've got a client that comes on board, then you know, one thing that we were struggling with in the past was, you know, especially when we started up the Pro Coach brand, I didn't want the brand to signify anything specific to me. I didn't want it to be my name. I didn't want it to be like mm -hmm. me as an entity because then you're creating an immediate barrier for people inquiring that say, yeah. I just want to get coached by Cal and I don't really care who these other individuals are. I just want Cal. Yeah. And that's something that when you, when you're expanding the coaching team, you want to, you want to get to a point where that individual client is, is applying to be coached by the brand as opposed yeah. to by the individual, because then the breakdown of referral is, is not an issue anymore. Mm -hmm. 
tried to we've, we've tried really hard to, to to break down those those potential limitations to referral and make sure that everyone's viewed as you know being on the same level because we are um instead of like oh here's a cheaper coach on the team who you could do if you can't afford me kind of thing sure. um and the um the, the, that that unison is a massive part of that i think um with the team as a whole yeah and i think it's so important for anyone's looking to grow or scale their business to not make it about them and to make it about a team or a brand that has core beliefs as a group of coaches together that yeah. your clients can really get behind and they're buying into the brand instead of buying into like just one of you as an individual yeah yeah for sure for sure so this has been super helpful and i'm so grateful as i said cal for you coming on i just got one more question for you which is if tomorrow you woke up and social media was gone there was all your accounts just disappeared nothing left what would you do tomorrow to like you wake up and you see that what would be the first thing you do to get back on your feet um like this is quite interesting so like, I, I know someone that lost their their instagram account this week and i think he had like seventy thousand followers and he's, he's had to start from scratch um yeah. The, yeah um it's a it's a difficult concept because you 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 uh you gravitate a lot of of your opportunity to that app um and once it's gone it's like you know that network and that relationship of those x x amount of thousand individuals is is gone to an extent i think the biggest thing there is it's, it's as a as a coach and as a person nothing's changed and the mm -hmm. relationships that you've got with all your clients and the people that truly valued you has not changed you know if, if i look at i think i've got like 60 something thousand instagram followers you know i know if i do a post a good a good post is probably going to get like two thousand likes yeah. so i know that fifty-eight thousand followers on instagram probably aren't even you know maybe fifty thousand followers probably aren't even seeing my content or they're not they're not going to be uh, individuals that are going to have like high levels of value towards the business, yeah. if that makes sense. So yeah. I think it's just, just restarting from where you left off and just continue on to continue on the path you have. Obviously the network you build with your colleagues in the industry, that can be something that you, you can, you know, if, if, if someone reached out to me that had lost their Instagram account and they said, look, mate, I, I need a little bit of a hand. Do you mind sharing this? Of course yeah. I'm going to share because if I was in the same situation, I'd want to do the same, right? So you can leverage your network to an extent, but I just think the biggest thing is like, even if those platforms went and it's always, it's always a possibility, like we don't know what's going to come tomorrow, but even if those platforms went, the value that you can add as an individual, as a coach has not changed. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just something that, you know, it's 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 a. Uh, I remember when um, Matt Jensen lost his, his Instagram account a couple of years ago, didn't he? And it was like, yeah. I remember he was on like a hundred and something thousand, and now he's on like a hundred and eighty thousand, like three years later. Yeah. So it just shows that just continuing on that path and keeping your keeping your network strong is is going to bring you back into the position you are. And you just got to remember, it's not losing a social media account is not losing your identity or losing your ability to coach and your skill set. It's just it's just a, a front that. The, the wider network seeing that can just be restarted if, if you need to, if you do lose it. Sure. I think that's such good advice to networking. I think it's huge. Um, do you have anything else that you have in place? Like, do you have lead magnets or capturing people's emails or anything like that? Yeah. So um, thanks. To, thanks to Ben. <laughs> um, <laughs> we do, we do have a, uh, he, he runs that stuff. We do have a, um, what is quite, a, quite a, a, a lengthy email list now, which is obviously something that we could, we, we could use when needed um and that's always a big tool in terms of having having that there um 
and we're launching we're relaunching the website next year to um kind of expand upon that in terms of getting more people like into the framework of the brand that's not just on instagram so trying to create a little bit of a hub outside of just the social media platform um and that's something that again that's another lesson where it's like a couple of years ago i'd have never even i would never even have the concept of the value of that sure. um but but the more you kind of learn the more you put your your business head on as opposed to just your coaching head you you start to understand the importance of it and you realize that you do need you do need to put some energy and resources into that because it's something that will pay back long run especially if something were to you know go wrong for example with the with the forefront of the face of the business you've got that you've got that you know infrastructure in the back end to to guide you into that next step for sure and where can people find out more about you Cal? Uh, so we're just, if you type in um, ProCoach onto uh, social media platforms, you'll see us on Instagram. And then um, www.teamprocoach.com will be the website that will launch um, early in the new year, which will house the other bits and bobs there in terms of client interface and um, any inquiries and, and, and uh, you know, expansion on there in terms of we're, we're going to launch a, uh, a bit of a hub for the, for the athletes and clients we have now that will give a little bit of added value along the coaching process. Um, so that there's some exciting things to come next year, but um, yeah, if it's a social media platforms, pro, if you put in pro coach, you'll see there's me and, and five other coaches at the moment. Uh, there's a business page which is just uh, team underscore uh, pro coach, and anything you need can be um, can be found through those avenues. Wicked. We'll put the links in the description as well for everyone. Cal, thanks so much. I really appreciate your time. Awesome. Thanks, mate.